right, we're going to move on to Group B. And for the first time ever in the Any Given Thursday podcast, we're joined by a very special guest. Woo! Woo! Well, let me say who it is first. Oh. This is my, sorry, uh, this is my cousin, our friend, Adam Lowe. Adam, welcome to the podcast. Thank you guys for having me. It's good to be here. Resident Sweden and Chelsea expert. Um, and uh, United States, question mark? Yeah, well, I mean, I just I just have a lot of hot takes on the United States. Oh, good, team, good, good. So, good. I, don't, so I don't know if I can count myself as an expert. Yeah. Well, he's joining us for Group B because we have not only the United States but England and Wales and Iran. One of our great enemies on in in terms of world powers, and it's Iran. Um, so it's a very spicy group. And why don't we start off with the United States of America, because that's our nationalities are all that yeah unfortunately we pretend like we're not but 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 we are um the u.s had a terrible month leading up to the world cup they lost to japan 2-0 in a friendly and then later the next week drew nil nil to saudi arabia's like c team which and remind me reminding everyone saudi arabia is ranked 51st in the world lowest at the world cup and it wasn't their number. It was only teams that were playing in the Saudi league. Some of them in the second division. Yeah. So, and it, it hasn't been a good run up to the, despite, you know, the satisfaction of qualifying after missing out on 2018. But um, I wouldn't say for us USA fans who are in the know, I'm not sure expectations are all that high. Yeah. I think I might be one of the highest on the U S right now in terms of, local supporters and even then i'm still not sure that they get out of this group adam how you feel about greg burhalter <laughs> he's got he's got really good shoes he does he like, like that's about where it stops and he does he, the behind the back stuff yeah, bounce pass game is incredible yeah so yeah i it's just like he he's an american southgate yeah i, I agree and if if i if we want to compare it to some some higher some higher uh higher names uh it's just it's so boring um and as someone who watched them recently in person against granada who are the hundred and like 51st ranked team that or something he scored four goals yeah when when <laughs> no no it wasn't peppy it was um Ferreira. Ferreira, yeah um talk about Ferreira. <laughs> <laughs> yeah we'll get we'll get to Ferreira later um but it's just like you have all these exciting people on the U.S. team, like Aronson, like I mean, Pul- I have to say, Pulisic can be exciting as much as I hate Could him be. as a as a player. He's still, he's still their probably best player. Like he he should be the best player. He should be. I don't think he is. I'm not sure. Uh, he, not right now. I don't think, but he should be. I would say a fit Weston McKinney is definitely better than Pulisic. Agreed. Um. I would say Tyler Adams probably also better. Probably the most important player too. Like, yeah. Um, Matt Turner. Matt Turner, love love him. Pulisic is better than Zach Steffen though, and we can say that for a fact. This is now, the first so. World Cup in my life, in our any of our lifetimes, where we entered the World Cup without a bald goalkeeper. Yeah, it's gonna be really weird. I don't know how to then. feel about that. Wait, who? It's there was Matt, there was... Matt Turner and who else? Uh, Horvath, Tim is... Howard, still Wait, going. Horvath has a buzz cut though, doesn't he? Yeah, uh, but yeah, I don't think he counts as ball. But I'm he doesn't about... count as ball. You know, there's no Tim Howard. There's no Casey Keller. 
There's no Brett. There's no Friedel. Oh, there's no Friedel. You don't even have a Guzan on the bench. Or a Bill Hamid. Bill Hamid. What are we doing? The squad. He's bald. Maybe not a good. They sign. should have brought him just for luck. I do like Turner. Um, interesting. If we're since we're talking about goalkeepers, Zach Steffen, who was the starter for years, didn't even make the squad. He, for those who don't know, he went to West Brom on loan from City. Hasn't really played. Was in and out with injury. I don't even know if he's fit. But it was sort of he's a fit. weird, sort of a weird thing where he was like, Greg has that thing like. Where he 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 really plays favorites, um, people who who like he thinks fit the system, which is like Aaron Long, like you were saying, it was kind of Southgate <laughs> move. Aaron Long, but the American Maguire, but no, don't come on, he doesn't. He, that's never, that's he, too he, low on Aaron Long. Aaron yeah. Long was never good to begin with. At least <laughs> Maguire like, was on that Leicester team, um, but it, interesting to leave off Stefan with that in mind. I thought not that he would play anyway, probably, but. Yeah. I guess they're com- he's committing to Horvath as the as the backup, for, which he has played well coming into in key moments. Yeah, he's proven he did it in the in the Nations League, you know, in the in extra time in that Nations League final. He came and saved a pen, gave him the win there. He uh he came in in the in Nottingham Forest promotion battle in the in the world's most expensive football game. Yeah, and <laughs> did fine. So I guess maybe that's his thinking. Yeah, I feel like. Stefan's just had a bad run of form ever since yeah he has like last good. year and his even with Middlesbrough I've heard or I've seen inklings about him not like even or keeping his role there I said the wrong team yeah he and Horvath are both in the championship I get him switched yeah. the teams a lot anyway where's Horvath Horvath is on Luton okay yeah I like that a lot I know right it's a, it's a solid and Luton's like he played yeah Okay. Yeah, I think so. Um, Luton's like second lowest wage bill too in the championship. Yeah, Luton's but... great, man. I've Luton's... heard he's been doing really, really well at Luton as Excellent. well. Excellent. So. Yeah, I'm comfortable with that choice. I just thought it, it surprised me that he was left off. That Sean Johnson got on and had Chicago Fire's own Sean Johnson, um, MLS Cup winner Sean Johnson, not with Chicago Fire. They yeah. could have brought Gaga Salina Slonina just to get him the experience as the future That's as the future goalkeeper of both Chelsea FC and the US Men's National Team. <laughs> Sold him real quick, didn't we? Sold him <laughs> right away. Yeah. Eight million, cash in. Eight million is big for the fire. That's like the big I thought it was like sixteen million. Oh, maybe with that, yeah. It but might have been like ten with you that. You taking all the money though with the single entity stuff. So <laughs> fucking MLS. MLS makes no sense. <laughs> so let's cross some things off the list about the US. They are the youngest team in the World Cup. By almost two years, I think, on average. Yeah, Their average squad age is like barely over 24. The only one with any World Cup experience on the squad is DeAndre Yedlin, who might not even be the backup option uh, and right back. Um, there are two, I think, pretty obvious issues with them right now, which is the number nine problem and the center back problem. The center back problem is a little bit unfortunate because – they're basically like starting to center backs are out with injured, out injured for the World Cup. So they're diving deep into the pool. Those two are Chris Richards and Miles Robinson. So to be fair to Burr Halter here, he's not working with like his ideal pool. But um, I am relieved that he brought Tim Ream because it looked like for a while he was going to leave Tim Ream, who's the center back of the U.S. playing at the highest level, just like period mm-hmm. right now, even though he's 36. And he's been made fun of a lot on our favorite soccer podcast adam and mine the guardian football weekly they used to had a bit about shitting on tim ream 
which they've apologized for this year. They did apologize. They did apologize. What was that last week? Yeah, it's like we should we should say we used to say calling a Tim Ream is something we used to say doing a Tim Ream, but uh, he's been really good. I mean, it's he probably won't start. Um, Walker Zimmerman will certainly start. Yeah, definitely. I think Walker Zimmerman he's fine. Is yeah, really, is one of the best players in the MLS. I'm comfortable with him starting. Period, and easily the best defender in the league. So I think there's a chance that he can show yeah. that he's a little better than people might give him credit for just because, yeah. you know, plays in the MLS, not going to get a ton of plaudits. Yeah. I would prefer Tim Ream to start alongside him, I think, mm. just for the experience and because of his form. But it seems more likely that Aaron Long will start against Wales um, because I heard it on a the Kuva to Qatar podcast that I listened to that they, because of the Wales, assuming Kiefer Moore starts, mm-hmm. Berhalter always talks about Tim Ream isn't like good in the air or whatever. And Kiefer Moore, you know, they'll be banging balls into Kiefer Moore and they'll, they'll be, they'll be Bale's pace and and et cetera. And whoever other, who else they put out there, Dan James or Brennan Johnson. Yeah. So they'll want a little more physicality and and pace there, I guess. And it's possible we could see Tim Ream for either of the other two games where, you know, they'll be sitting back against England and maybe they'll want the experience against the Kane and Sterling. Yeah, um, but, I would hope we see Tim Ream against Iran because I think we'll have a lot of the ball against Iran. Yeah, I, and Aaron Long is really bad. At he's so bad. Ball. He's so bad at that. Let's let's go back to that Japan game in 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 friendlies a month ago where he had some of the worst like performances yeah. in the opening half that I've ever seen. And it's super ironic in a bear bearhalter system because he wants his center backs to play with the ball. I know. He's so adamant about doing it, and then he continues to play. Aaron Long, whose biggest weakness is his ability to play with the ball. Yeah, this is one thing with Bearhalter where he's like decided that he's going to play like he like wants to play like a European giant, mm-hmm. you know, in his little four three three with like lots of slow build up and then quick attacks and like. Uh, but and that with that in mind, he it's a good transition to the number nine position because he's very stubborn about this. He like needs he wants a certain type of number nine. He wants like. Somebody who will draw. He wants a Harry Kane mm-hmm. who's going to like drop in and combine and also be able to finish. But the problem is we don't have that as a nation right now. We have the Jesus Ferreira types who will probably start who can drop in and combine. And then we have people who can't, uh, but can score, but nobody does both. <laughs> so he seems like committed to the he's Jesus Ferreira, which to be fair, he's young. I think he's only 21, but like, yeah. I've like n- literally never seen him play well. Like re- well, then you need to watch more FC Dallas, whatever okay. their new name is. So, or you need to watch the USMT play <laughs> Granada. <laughs> so he, he hasn't played a couple of reasons. I'm also not in favor for starting. Yes, he has 18 goals and 38 appearances for Dallas. Okay. Didn't score in his last seven matches this season in all competitions. Hasn't played since the MLS season ended in October. Because they didn't make the playoffs. Because they didn't make the I think they didn't they make the playoffs. Or didn't they, they lost early. The round? Okay. Yeah. But he, he's just not, like, he's not in form. And Burhalter always talks about people in form. <laughs> he's not in form. He hasn't played in a while. And he's never, like, played well for the U.S. except against Granada. So I don't, I really don't understand why, like, we we haven't even got mentioned the name of Jordan Peefock yet. <laughs> yeah, because who is in form? <laughs> Jordan Peefock. Jordan Peefock has not scored since September. Um, really? Really. I still like what he adds to the team. Me though. too. The Haji right over him was a surprise. Yeah. I thought it would be, yeah, that did, I didn't see that Peacock's one. Peacock's never been like 
the top goal scorer on a team. I don't think he's ever been a team's top goal scorer. He's not that like out and out striker who's going to get all the goals, but he's mm-hmm. going to allow other people to play off him really well. Mm-hmm. And when we have Pulisic and Reyna, that feels like something we should be looking for yeah. to get the best out of them. But we all know, I think we're all in agreement that Peapock is the person we would have had starting for this team. At least on the team. Yeah. Yeah. At least not on the team. At, at least as like a like a fifteen last fifteen minute like sub to like have some have some height at the yeah. on the back line. But it's every week in the Bundesliga and his team are fourth. Yeah. <laughs> like that's cr- like I know you have to like build a team that makes sense, but and Haji Wright is fine, I guess, but I like Haji Wright for like those last second, but kind of like yeah. the role Adam suggested Peapock should be having yeah how do you write does that well but for a mid-table team in turkey yeah like not at the level that pivot's doing it at yeah i feel like who would you start now though if you have to play burhalter's 4-3-3 sergeant sergeant i agree sergeant yeah i would play sergeant he's in good form with norwich yeah he's had a good season with norwich he doesn't seem to get like i don't know i don't know that whole thing confuses me or i think a good option kind of a weirder option could be to play Brendan Aronson at the nine and allow him to sit further back and get oh, Pulisic and Reyna. Give him a proper forward. false nine type of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That would be interesting. Because I love Pulisic and Reyna's ability to score goals, and I don't think we need that out-and-out nine who scores goals. I, mean, I don't hate that. Yeah. I don't hate like, that idea. And it allows Yunus Musa to start in the midfield, which I really want to see. Yeah. So. What do you think? Uh, what is your predicted lineup then? I, my predicted lineup is Ferreira. We'll Ferreira? Start. Yeah. So we have Turner. Okay, Turner, Dest, Zimmerman, Long. Um, who's our normal? Robinson. Robinson, yeah. I always forget about Anthony Robinson. He's uh, good. I know he is, and every time his name escapes me. Anthony Adam. Jedi Robinson. Anthony <laughs> Jedi Robinson. Yeah. And then Tyler Adams. McKinney. McKinney. Aronson. And then Pulisic, start or Pulisic, Ferreira, Reyna. Mm-hmm. That's my predicted. You don't think 11. Aronson might start on the? He could start on the right. On the right, he could. But then I don't know where you put Musa. Yeah, but then do you want to sit Giorena on the bench? Maybe. I don't know. He's barely played in the last year. Yeah, that's true. When he has played, I suppose he's been, it depends how he looks. Been really in good camp. when he plays. Yeah. yeah. And he'll know. probably get hurt first game. Absolutely, yeah. Giorena. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, I'm a I'm a big fan of of Kellen Acosta. Oh, I love Kellen Acosta. <laughs> <laughs> so I I wouldn't I wouldn't mind seeing a little Kellen Acosta, some of the more defensive minded efforts. Mm-hmm. Um, I just like I don't have much confidence in this team to score or not concede. Yeah. I guess <laughs> like I don't like I don't like I really I don't want that to be true. But I wonder I wonder how much of this team is is theoretical. Mm-hmm. a lot of it yeah well it's just they're so young and untested that there's like not we don't have a really good basis they all have their own individual stuff but like the only like there's two duos that play together and that's tim ream and robinson and aronson yeah. and adams and even then they've i guess tim ream and anthony robinson have played together for a bit now but tyler adams and brandon aronson because of injury have like even had a lack of game time together. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when they do have game time together, they're playing teams like Granada, <laughs> just, which isn't really like good. And like, even that what was the, the CONCACAF nations league final from what a year and a half ago or something where they beat yeah. Mexico. Like they were not the best team on the pitch. 
No, no. they weren't. And then, then the the Gold Cup also where they beat Mexico was mostly a rotated team. Yeah, so, I mean from both. Yeah, from both for nations, both. Yeah. yeah, so it wasn't really a. Yeah, it wasn't a great chance to see the best from our players against yeah. the best of their players. I think uh, what's it? What was the guy's name that was on Schalke? He's on Mallorca now. Uh, what's that guy's name? Wait, American or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was remember he's like scored a couple goals for Schalke when they were. When they had zero points after in February, oh, um, uh, this guy, Hoppy, 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 Hoppy was out there running around with he's his a, head cut off. He's on Middlesbrough now because oh, America went really, really poorly for him. Hop, a year that there, hasn't gone well. Played a year there, got five appearances. Jesus, Woof. Yeah. not going well. Things aren't going so. No well. goals and only five appearances this year. Yeah, no goals for no Middlesbrough. Goals. So, yikes. But hey, he spent a year in Mallorca and honestly, I got paid to do it, which sounds right. like the dream. Really you should does. check out Ibiza. <laughs> I'm sure he did. Like, <laughs> I he should have just gone to play for uh CD Ibiza. All yeah. the uh all the all the soccer professionals in Europe seem to go to Ibiza. Yeah. <laughs> On their holidays. If I was rich and in Europe, I think I'd go to Ibiza as well. I saw some snaps of Frankie and his fiance there. It was like nice, nice, nice. But Frankie, Frankie will get to well, we got to already because we just talked about Group A because oh, yeah. we're doing this in order. Yes. Um, what was I gonna say? JJ Bull the Bullard, Tifo, shout out, had a funny bit where he was talking about the the U.S. setup and he he said, uh, shout out to Greg Burhalter. Uh, what's what's the word? Well, no, I haven't seen this bit, so he said, "No, the word, I'm searching for a word." Quote. <laughs> <laughs> So <laughs> the Greg Burkhalter quote where he said it, he, he said our our wingbacks are our superpower. And JJ Bull goes, if uh Serginho Dest and Anthony Robinson are your superpower, and they sort of trailed off. Like, yeah. <laughs> Fair. Did we talk about Dest at all? Who's yeah, David's dying to talk about Dest. Oh yeah, let's talk let's talk about uh they haven't gotten to Milan yet, so let's yeah, get to it's Milan. It's been way too long without a Milan reference. Let's get to Milan. Podcast. Let's get to Milan. So Gino Dest, uh, I mean, he came into Milan to be the backup, mm-hmm. and then Calabria got hurt. So as an American, I'm like, that's a great opportunity him to get some game time before the World Cup, maybe look good, maybe get in some form mm-hmm. with a team that's been playing really, really well. And he has been benched from his role as the backup right back. Now we've seen Chow come in. We've seen Kalulu come in. I mean, Gabia played on the right for, I think, 30 minutes in a game instead of bringing Dest on. So it's just really really not worked out for him since moving to italy and with him out of form i just cannot picture the u.s creating much down the right joe scally baby (laughs) joe scally shack moore yeah i like shack moore unironically really like shack moore just not as a world cup starter no so i think shack moore is more of like a one-on-one defender if you need him than like a close game you know what i mean but anyway, did we have we missed anything about the US? Um what are what do you what are their what do you think their expectations are? I think the US expectation is to get out of the group. Mm-hmm. I don't think they expect to top the group. I don't I mean individually they probably expect to try to beat England, but that's probably not gonna happen. I think they cap out as a quarterfinal team. Quarterfinals? Cap out as a quarterfinal. Like if they get a good matchup in the first in the round of 16 wow but i'd agree i'd agree with that if if they can somehow 
if you know Jordan Pickford or Ramsdale, whoever ends up being the England keeper, has a Robert Green esque yeah. like mess up and the US somehow snatch a win. How good would it be if that happened to two, two, <laughs> uh, two straight USA England World Cup oh, matchups? That'd be amazing. Another one win. Yeah. Because I assume for first first like seed gets paired with a second seed. Yeah. Therefore if they can get a good second seed matchup, I could also see it. But once you get to the quarterfinals, like they're playing actual teams uh, that are good. Yeah. And so their, their matchups would be either probably the Netherlands or Senegal. Mm-hmm. If they go through as first or second, uh, you know, I don't know whoever, whoever was first and second in that group. In oh, there's, group okay, yeah. 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 So I think like those are, Senegal, I think the U.S. would say we have a chance against the Netherlands. Yeah, that wouldn't be favored in either of those games. Yeah. But I, yeah, I, I assume their expectations are to make it out of this group, which on one hand is like you look at it and you're like, yeah, it's a group you can make it out of. On the other, you're like kind of underratedly challenging. Mm-hmm. Um, I am picking the U.S. last in this group. <laughs> <laughs> Straight up. I, I think I'm picking them to go third and lose on head to head. Love it. To who? Wales. Great. Let's talk about Wales then. <laughs> Great transition. Uh, Wales, of course, coming off Gareth, Gareth Bale's MLS Cup triumph. The absolute hero over there in LA. Equalizing in the 128th minute to send Outjumping out yeah. a six foot six man. Yeah. Incredible yeah. stuff. He's still got it. That's great news because he barely played this fall, but he proved he's still. He yeah, still he's still got big, it. He's a big game he's player. He's a big game player. He always has been. And he's a Wales player. Big game Wales player. Big so. time players make big time plays. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, you've written here Aaron Ramsey is going to score 10 goals. So it's 10 celebrities die. Would you want to explain? Yes. It? Yeah, of course. So there's this uh, So there's this historical fact that um, every time Aaron Ramsey scores for Wales, someone dies the next day. Um, <laughs> uh I'm gonna. I need to do some more background research on this, so come back to me. But uh, I can think of four occurrences where this happened, where he <laughs> scored for the Welsh national team, and then somebody famous died the next day. <laughs> um, and so I, you know, I have faith in him to to continue to continue doing that. So, uh, famously, as of most recently, uh, he scored uh, right before Olivia Newton John died. Um. <laughs> some other notable ones uh he scored and then robin williams died later that day oh no uh david bowie died the day after he scored david against bowie Sunderland. bowie sorry it's david bowie i'm sorry i'm from maryland we have bowie city uh osama bin laden died right after ann ramsey scored against manchester united oh, in nice. a really important game uh, Gaddafi. 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 wow so he goes Whitney back Houston. to beloved people and 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 <laughs> and <laughs> And yeah, the evil people, Steve Jobs, for example, <laughs> Nancy Reagan, the uh, Twitter famous, uh, famously called the the throat goat. Um, <laughs> uh, oh man! Wow, it's a really long list, Jeez. right? It's a it's quite the long list, and so so we should have man. a celebrity a celebrity death watch. Yeah, Is, well, I, I think we'll, we'll do that on Twitter. A week before the Queen actually died, I think Aaron Ramsey scored, but that was too far of a... Yeah, I think everybody length. probably scored a week before Aaron, before the Queen died. Well, right. 
Uh, I think it was uh, British politics that killed the Queen. But we should congratulate Wales on their first World Cup since 1958. Quite wow. the achievement. They did it by somehow, they somehow managed not to be the underdog in their final qualifying match against Ukraine. Yeah. But but they kicked the they kicked those poor lads out. Um and now we can root for Wales. They have a lot of nice pieces up front these days, you know, mm-hmm. despite Bale's age and Aaron Ramsey's age. They also have, you know, Brennan Johnson, Dan James, uh Kiefer Moore has been playing pretty well for Bournemouth back in the Prem. Um Harry Wilson. They have lots of dribbly boys. Yeah. You know? Like there, there's, there's, uh, there's something there, yeah. and they've shown that I think, especially they're they've been competitive in the Euros and in recent competition, club co- uh, international competitions. The Dan Dan James and Gareth Bale combination as well, really really fast, could pose a lot mm-hmm. of problems for, you know, even England's defense has some slower players on it, even though they use a back three. Might Harry Maguire? Yeah. Mostly. Eric Dyer. Eric Dyer. <laughs> right. I don't so think Eric Dyer is going to start anymore. There's going to be some opportunities. After his howler. <laughs> Should we talk about some of the players to watch on the squad? And yeah, I do want to say players? also Wales famously hate possessing the ball oh, yeah. and have no midfielders. So <laughs> that's an obvious weakness. They, has uh, Joe uh, Allen retired? I don't know. Joe Allen, I don't, I don't believe think so. he has retired. Um, I don't think he's on the squad, but no, Joe Allen's on the squad. He's 32 now so okay playing every once in a while for swansea yeah yeah down in the championship yeah, so you can always rely on the welsh xavi to to have an impact so xavi. yeah per the athletic they ranked last in world cup qualifying among the teams going to qatar with in possession at 48 percent. so they don't want the ball they don't have any midfielders they only play like two midfielders yeah. so if you know they're fine with like england passing the ball around in their in their attacking half um but you know they can be pretty easily overrun there so that's that's a common problem like a creative player in the center of the pitch could be a problem for them mm-hmm. if yeah. uh if you know that that could be an advantage for the u.s if they can if they're if their midfield is in form you know because they have some they have some fun guys in there um but there aren't there isn't really like you know like a fa- there isn't really a Javi in this group, you know. Well, I mean, for any of these teams, so. there's quite literally the Welsh. Javi, yeah, but there's so. no. You, I don't think that I don't think they'd want to play Portugal. You know what I mean? I don't think they want to play Bernardo Silva. No, or whatever. Somebody who can like hold control in midfield and like pick passes. Yeah. over the line. Like there isn't mm-hmm. really that play. I mean, there are people who can do it. Trent Alexander Arnold. I think, but we'll, the yeah. we'll probably get into this when we talk about our actual predictions for the group itself and mm-hmm. the games themselves. But I do think they're lack of control of the ball and a midfield that will sit really deep could pose some problems for the bigger team in this group. Mm-hmm. Because like you said, that's, it's not a team that's going to sit back and pick their passes. It's a team that likes to kind of get at people and yeah. run a little bit. So plus the vibe, the England Wales vibes are just great. always great. Yeah. Um, But I also want to point out uh, Ethan Ampadu, probably their best defender right now. He could be, if he manages to not pick up a red card, could be a breakout player, like kind of a big star for them in this tournament, but he is a little, a little psychopathic. So, <laughs> so he does pick up a lot of red cards, which could put them in a really, really bad position. I think his play could kind of determine whether they're a team that could get out of the group because if he plays three good games, he's able to lock up some of the better attacking players on the U.S. or Iran, shut them down. Could get out, but then 
if he picks up a red card against either of those teams, costs him three points, can't play the next game, you know, could be a big issue for him. I want to shout out my guy Davies too. Ben Davies. He's Ben Davies. Ben Davies better defender. He's been really good on since Conte took over, and he plays like a fucking dog for Wales. He's like throwing himself in front of buses. Yeah. Um, it's impressive, including the ones they park. So, yeah. What do you? I let's do World Cup expectations. What do you think? I think they'd be happy if they get out of the group. Yes. I think that's the expectation. I mean, first World Cup since 1958. Yeah, I think I if I'm a Welsh fan, I think I'd be happy with one victory hey, against England. Yeah, preferably <laughs> against England. I think they'll yeah, I think they'll probably feel I, I don't know if there'll be anyone would admit to this. Mm-hmm. Like, but I think they might feel like they should get through this group. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I don't I doubt many Welsh fans think I don't that, think I don't I think, think they'll say that out the loud. Expectation from outside of Wales yeah. would be higher than almost inside Wales. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be shocked at all if they went through this group. Mm-hmm. You know, but really, the key game is when they play England. <laughs> yeah, I think they will. They'd take a win over England if it, even if it meant that they didn't make it out of the group. Oh, agreed. Oh, 100%. Absolutely. Yeah. Would Would you rather make the semifinals or? <laughs> uh, you want to do England or Iran? Should I? Let's do Iran and do it. England for last. Okay. Cool. Cool. Can I say a quick thing on Ethan Ampadu, actually? Please. Uh, I think, honestly, he'd be a really good shout to play as a center defensive mid for them. I think his passing ability has developed for over like the past few years, and he often got played as a midfielder for Venezia um, during his year on loan there. Uh, I don't know how it's gone for him with Spezia this season, um, to be perfectly honest, but I know Venezia, he often played um, in the on the bottom of a diamond. Um, and I think he's actually really, really talented. Uh, but he also does love to dive into challenges and get a red card. Yeah. <laughs> um, Pretty good for Spezia. He's almost exclusively played as a center back for them, but he has had continued card problems picking up a lot of yellows a couple red i think he might even have two reds already this year and he's put them in some bad positions but then like the next game he's their best player and locks somebody down it's just really up and down with him this season how did he end up in these in the in loans to italy because he plays for chelsea yeah yeah (laughs) yeah that's all the answer you need (laughs) Well, what a strange pattern of like Leipzig, Sheffield United, Venezia, Spezia. Mm-hmm. The Leipzig one really sticks out. That was the Leipzig one. That was a bad loan. Didn't yeah. play at all. No, nah, I... he barely played. I think I I when he like featured for Chelsea and then also obviously played for Wales. I thought actually he was quite good. I think obviously I have my my own issues with Chelsea's like loan and transfer policy, but I'm hoping that. Potter would be because he seems like a Potter type of player in the way that he's a little bit he's not your kind of traditional center back he's he's a little shorter he's a little more mobile he can like pass but is he too short to be a center back in the Premier League no oh yeah just just talk I got nervous for a second yeah yeah yeah. you know he could be he could be like Lissandro Martinez who who obviously can't hack it yeah um uh, but I think I think Ampadu has a has a has a good future ahead of him, um, whether or not that's at Chelsea or at oh, a different club. 
Probably not at Chelsea. Probably not at Chelsea, if we're <laughs> honest. But um, the Spezia try to make that a permanent deal. I think mm-hmm. he fits really well in the Italian league. I think like his play style and the physicality. But he could go. I don't want to get relegated if Spezia uh, stay up. Uh, yeah. yeah, but they could get relegated any year. You know. Yeah. I don't want something yeah. a little more, st- more stable for him. I mean, just mm-hmm. you know, something solidly mid table somewhere. Yeah. Anyway, let's do a run real quick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, nobody gives a shit about a run. Uh, that's mean, but you know what I'm saying. The Iranian, well, half of the Iranians do. Yeah, the men. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the so th- they're in a weird circumstance where they where they had a coach take over really late, right? Mm-hmm. In September, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, so he's only had two games. This is it's a Portuguese na- guy named uh Quiros, and he's he took over for. Dragon Skocic in September, and he's only had two games, which are both friendlies, to prepare. Um, this is a quote: "His last spell in charge of Team Meli, that's the Iranian team. Yeah, was for eight years between 2011 and 2019. So it's a really weird position where he was like the national team coach for a really long time, and then is coming in like last minute to replace the person who replaced him." Um, but I guess I don't think they've changed principles much since he last coached. Like, it's like a it's like a good old Jose Portuguese side. Um, in in some cases they they were the best Asian side in qualifying for direct attacks. They like to focus on clean sheets. They're not going to win many shootouts. Uh, this play style would concern me as an American, and that and that it would be hard for them to break down. Um, they are capable of a little bit of build up. If they need to, but mostly they stay in a four-one-four-one type, make it hard to score. Um, not the kind of team I'd want to play in a group stage if I'm England or the U.S. Uh, so they they could be a little, and they're twentieth in FIFA ranking, so they're actually pretty high in that. Um, I think uh, people are maybe skipping over them in this group a little bit, and I think they're going to be. I don't, I don't, they're not my favorite to make out of the group, but I think they're going to be like persnickety and like annoying as shit to play. Good adjective use there. That's Thank a you. P word. Thank you. I think it's I think it's interesting that Kiedos, um was Egypt's manager, got them all the way through qualifying, and then they like missed out on qualifying, uh, and now gets to still coach at the World Cup for a completely different national team. <laughs> that was his plan all along. You know? Yeah, fake yeah. it till you make it. Oh, yeah, yeah. They got a couple of the players. I guess it's kind of hard to pull out players to look out for mm-hmm. this team, but uh, the ones I picked were Sardar, Osmoon, who's on Leverkusen, and Mehdi Taremi on Porto, who are their probably the best attacking outlets. And they'll probably be isolated in some of the, in, especially in the England USA mm-hmm. games, they will be important attacking outlets to break them out of, you know, defensive blocks and get them into counter attacking situations. Mm-hmm. For sure. Um, one player I, Want to point out someone that I don't think anybody on this podcast or in the U.S. had heard of before. It was uh, Mehdi Tarabi, plays for Persepolis, who are the very dominant team in the Iranian league. Persepolis. I think they have five players on this uh, World Cup squad. And he is, by all the accounts and the highlights packages I've watched, the best player in the Iranian league. Really creative winger. Um, How many highlight packages did you watch? Three. How many minutes of that life, of your life, did that take up? 27 uh, but he looked he looked really really good, and I know highlight packages can lie, but just not nah. a name that like people won't have heard of before because 
Mehdi Taremi is someone that a lot of people have heard of. Someone a little under the radar that might put in a good performance is Mehdi Tarabi. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Expectations? Maybe finish second? Yeah, I think there's second a chance, or third? chance they could. Um, yeah. I think they'd expect to find a way to get at least a win mm-hmm. in the group stage against either the U.S. or Wales. Yeah. All right. Well, let's that, do... I'd agree with that. Let's do good old England. Come on, England. Come on, England. Football's, Football's coming. Football's coming home. Is it coming home? What do you uh, think? Better not. Is it coming home, Adam? Uh, if Harry Kane gets put on corners, it's definitely coming home. <laughs> Let's bring Brett Neville into this into this national team setup. Um, Sven Gorn Aronson, maybe he would yeah, get him back. Can maybe make he it can... a little more exciting, at least. This is a fun. <laughs> this is a fun hypothetical. If this is Southgate's last uh, England go round. Who is next in line? Who replaces him? Big Sam. Thomas, Thomas Tuchel. Thomas Tommy. Tommy. Tommy, Tommy T. Actually, I have seen I have seen reports about that, but also I think anyone's just like, let's link Thomas Tuchel to something because he's a big name without a job right now. So. Probably be a good national team manager though. Yes. I think I think he would because he's actually like. He's his whole thing is like being personable and really. I mean, like Neymar liked him, and if Neymar likes you, like that's a pretty big. He's got uh, that. He's got. He knows a bunch of the players already on the, on the England setup. So yeah. So well, there you go. And he's yeah. not exciting, which would current, which would fit the uh, current mold of yeah. the English yeah. national. Oh, you team. heard it here first. Thomas Tuchel, the next England manager. I went and found <laughs> some play some uh, websites odds for next manager on Football Three Sixty Five. And they are suggesting Brendan Rodgers as a shout. Uh-huh. Interesting. Cooper. I can see Brendan Rodgers. Um, they also put Pochettino on there. Yeah, because he's another big name manager without a job. Yeah. 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 Uh, Adam, you've written here, is Connor Cody in the squad just for vibes? The answer is yes. Um, like, <laughs> what other reason does he deserve to be there? Because he's a, he's, a, he's a character guy. It's a green, <laughs> blue guy. That is why. Which I think means Southgate, vibes. Southgate. Way of saying that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> likes him yeah. um I, I mean i think he's he's decent but he also plays for everton under frank lampard yeah. uh who uh famously doesn't defend well yeah. i think Connor, i think cody's been like reasonably good this year for an everton team that's like doesn't have a lot going for them um but yeah i question you know you for sure you question why you would include and if it's like for a back three thing like Smalling's had a pretty decent yeah. year. Yeah, Smalling's definitely better for Cody than, in my opinion, and they yeah. do similar stuff too. Like, yeah, but you know, Smalling isn't a glue guy yeah. for Southgate. He's Smalling also doesn't guy. play in England, so exactly that's gotta hurt. I think Southgate. So it's, it's impossible to watch him if he doesn't play in England. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. it's two. It's different time zone. It's a whole hour difference. <laughs> fly over. There. Yeah, you would turn on your te- television. I think they were. Um, the one game that Southgate went to go watch Tammy and Smalling in person, uh, Smalling had a shocker and was subbed off in around the 60th minute, and Tammy missed like almost three XG worth of shots. <laughs> so, <laughs> something about the Italian, the guys playing in Italy just cannot perform when Southgate yeah. is in the stands. Tammy played himself right out of the World Cup squad yeah. <laughs> this fall. Um, I hate how Southgate's side plays, it pisses me off. Yeah, they have so many fun players, and they're just like never fun to watch, and it's so annoying, it's so annoying. They should not be this boring. And the most exciting part of their team is usually the wingback, fullbacks, 
and the first choice on both sides will be out. The two Chelsea boys, Reese James and Chilwell, they're both out. So now we're probably going to see Trippier and because Kyle Walker was selected, but his fitness is still not a hundred percent. So he I don't know if he'd be used in the back three. Yeah. When he is available. I don't know. That's what I would do. I don't know if he's ready though to start. So we'll see, but it's probably going to be Trippier and Luke Shaw. Um, yeah. That's- I don't, I don't think Trippier is that like, I think England does as like everyone talks about England suffers from like a huge amount of right backs albeit one might not even consider Trent a right back anymore. Um, he he just sits in the right back slot and passes the ball and doesn't even try to defend. But I actually think Trippier is like been underrated for the past few years. He's been really good on Newcastle this year. Like I think it as as much as like Simeone's teams are just like chaotic, and also he they're not doing well right now like for someone for for a for a manager to like buy you as like being the defensive manager like that's Simeone's whole brand I think says something about what he saw in Trippier but at the same time Trippier can like pass and like hit a ball pretty damn good um he gets put on corners yeah He's a good set piece option because who takes the who takes the set pieces otherwise? Harry Kane. Eric Dyer. <laughs> Eric Dyer. Uh, I love when Eric Dyer takes takes long free kicks. Isn't it because it's like he took one free kick and it went in the first yeah. time, and then after that he hasn't made a single one. He used to be better at it when he was a midfielder back in the day. Ah. Uh, last time Eric Dyer was on the World Cup squad, he was a defensive midfielder. So, um, but. Yeah, that brings up the question of center back pairing as well. Stones is in for sure. Uh, I guess it depends what days they play a back four and a back three. Um, because, you know, if I would have said a month, like a couple weeks ago for sure, that Dyer would start in the middle of the back three, but then he hasn't been very good in those last couple of weeks. So that's now in question. Uh, Walker, I would probably play back there if he was fit, like mm-hmm. on the right side. Yeah. I think that's a smart option, especially because they're going to just like have the ball pass around the back so much. Uh, and he's a good ball carrier and stuff. Uh, Maguire, does Maguire have to start on the left? Really? Are we really still there? Probably. Is Maguire really going to start on the left? Why can't we have Ben White in there? Let me ask that question. Uh, because Ben White is 25 and so young that he hasn't had the time <laughs> to prove anything yet. <laughs> I will say Ben White has played a lot on the right mm-hmm. at Arsenal this year, but he is. I don't understand how he is not at this point a better option than Harry Maguire. Like, yeah, I don't care if he hasn't proved it at an international tournament or whatever. It's like you should be picking people based on like form. And Ben White's Ben White, John Stones, and Kyle Walker would make me much less nervous than mixing Harry Maguire in there. But I do you think there is something to be said for Southgate's like faith in the players that he trusts? I think that has to be when you go to England and play for them, it has to be a little reaffirming, like. Or the confidence because Harry Maguire is obviously his confidence for Manchester United is not there. Right. I've seen it when he plays, he doesn't look comfortable and he isn't trusted there. But then he comes to England and Southgate trusts him. He's played better for England over the last two years than he has for United. So maybe that maybe his performances can pick up just because of the trust the manager has in him and maybe that boosts his confidence. Maybe put in some performances. I I also I, I think there is something to like international sides getting stale though when they're not like rotated at all mm-hmm. if you're starting like the exact same team you started in the euro final 
like eventually that I think bites you in the ass yeah. because you've other people evolve around you or have like, you know, fresh energy, little balance of youth. And, but if you have no balance, then I mean, not that they don't have young players. Uh, Bellingham's going to start and he's like fucking 20. So yeah. 19. Although the consistency of the starters is something that we saw with Germany from 2010 to 2014. Yeah. And then Spain. Yeah. No, I mean, the play style is different. They took shots. Italy, (laughs) Spain, and then Germany were all very similar teams to the tournament before. France had a little more turnover, I think, than the others, but still very similar group of players to who was who had been at the tournament before so maybe that's part of his thinking he's like well you know i know what his thinking is i just think it's wrong his thinking is (laughs) i honestly like i think if southgate goes with a back three and doesn't pick dire based on form and obviously also mcguire one could say is also in bad form because he just simply doesn't play but I if Maguire is playing in the center of a back three, I don't think that's like the worst thing, especially if he's got Ben White on the right and John Stones to his left. I think he'll probably um, play on the left side though, right? Like Maguire. Yeah, right. But With if Stones it's not, in the middle, if he decides not to play Dyer, then yeah, I feel like he has to put Maguire there. Oh, I'd yeah. rather Stones on the left in that. Yeah, league. Stones is just a little bit more mobile, in my opinion. Like yeah. Maguire, you can't. He's gonna get. He's gonna get dunked on for pace. Yeah. Um, if he if he plays on either of those wings because if any of the wing backs push up, you have to be able to cover Ben White, and Ben White has shown that he can play right back, and so, um, at least at least hit during his opportunities with Arsenal this year at right back, and I think at Stones is John Stones, and so, um, and has finally become somewhat of the center back that he was heralded to be all the way back at Everton. Not even mentioned. Tamori, which is David's shown great restraint. Yeah. I I have mixed feelings about like Tamori's not been in good form for Milan this year. However, Milan has like been ravaged by injuries and a lot of other things. So there's like a lot of contributing factors. But again, why is Connor Cody there and Tamori is not? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You have like you there's enough senior players in that team. There's enough senior players in that team that you don't need someone like Connor Cody to like be the glue guy and be there for like for the vibes. Like you have Trippier who's been in the team for a while. You have John Stones, you've Kyle Walker. Um and since you brought Harry Maguire him as well, like they have yeah. especially in the back line. Yeah, like would have made sense to bring somebody a little fresh. They brought and- Tamori, didn't they? No. No, in the squad. No, Tamori is not in the squad. I thought not squad. I legitimately just realizing that. I thought they brought Tamori. They brought one player from outside the Premier League, which is Jude Bellingham, who obviously you can't leave off that. Who's about to move to yeah. the Premier League? Wow. When Liverpool gets bought by insert uh, other country, yeah, with the by Bahrain. <laughs> um, I have a fun fact via the Athletic for you. I'm going to read this quote. Hmm. Success and failure, quote, success and failure at an international tournament are often considered generational and almost genetic, but England has have never been good at holding on to a lead. Between 2000 and 2020, England had just a 50% win rate after scoring first in major tournaments. Netherlands, France, Belgium, Germany, Spain, and Portugal all boasted over 80% figures. In 11 Euros, World Cups, and Nations League finals games under Southgate, England have seven wins, two draws, and two losses. That rate, 63%, is higher than previous iterations 
but only just. Yeah. <laughs> so they're bad at keeping leads is the point. Yeah, they've also never really been a team outside of maybe the Euro 2020s where they come into a tournament with super high expectations and expectations from outside of them that they'll win. Yeah. What will the that do to World them? Cup and like, you know, it's going to be difficult for, I think, this group of players in particular to try to rectify the Euros, you know, losing in the final that way, where they did blow a lead. They did, but because they score and then do nothing afterwards. Yeah. They had no shots on target after Luke Shaw's uh, opener in the Euro final. Obviously, players, Kane is everything to them. I think Saka's been in really good form this year, and I I feel like he'll probably start on the right, which I am less opposed to than I was at the Euros last year. Mm-hmm. Um, and is Jude Bellingham really the second coming of Pedri? Pedri, because he he's definitely gonna start, and he'll have the chance to be. Everyone's gonna be talking about him, so. I think the inclusion of Calvin Phillips actually is quite interesting because he hasn't really played that much for City. I think, if I remember correctly, he was recovering from an ankle injury, maybe. He hasn't played in like a year. Yeah, he has, I think, a total of 57 minutes because he played a half of one of the Carabao Cup games. And that yeah, the like real football time he had. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a spot that game as a chelsea fan was depressing so (laughs) who cares about that game um so frankly he paid no games um it's just i mean i know he had a good euros and like was kind of the breakouts one of the breakout stars um and that kind of like that that center two of of rice and 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 phillips but i i i question his inclusion especially when um there are maybe some other players that could have like, and this is my Chelsea bias, but honestly, I thought Ruben Loftus-Cheek had a decent shout for joining the team uh, just because he offers like a flexible positional player. Whereas I don't think a lot of the players on this team do besides the ones in the back line. Um, And otherwise you have a lot of attacking minded midfielders, which doesn't, tend to go well if you want to like control games and win them you could have at least given harry winks a shout is what you're saying yeah <laughs> why not yeah. or I, james ward prowse for that matter just for like the whole like yeah. i think he's the, got the different different things he offers yeah yeah i agree, I agree with that i was uh listening to i can't remember which podcast it was but they were talking about you know common traits of teams that go on to win the world cup and one of the big ones was tactical flexibility you quite often see them change formation and change style partway through the tournament and i outside of the back line where they could play a four could play a three there's nothing in the front like six seven players that they can do differently it's always going to be the exact same thing that england do when they're attacking you and i think that could be an issue when you come up against some of the better teams whose coaches will know how to defend against that yeah and have had the time to research every opponent that they could possibly face at the World Cup. So, expectation wise, I'd say it's semifinal or bust for them. Yeah, or, I mean, I, semifinal or it's a disappointment. If yeah. they don't, they obviously want to win, but yeah, it's I mean, England. I think they expect to. The English fans will probably expect them to win. I don't have that expectation for them, but they at least have to not. They have to look like they could win. Yeah, if they even if they don't, I expect them to come last in the group and go out in really embarrassing fashion. 
Uh, but that is well, let's because do I really then. don't like <laughs> Let's do predictions. Adam, you're our guest. I have I have England uh, topping the group with five points after, uh, what did I say, drawing uh, both Iran and Wales, but beating the U.S., I believe is what I put. Um, and then Wales going in on head-to-head, because I think that, com- that comes before... Or is that in is that in Champions League that head to head comes before goal differential? I don't know a fucking idea. I, I don't know if head to head counts in World Cup. David's looking it up. It's uh points, goal difference, goal scored. Ah, interesting. Okay, so head to head doesn't matter. Um somehow I think Wales will get second. I don't think the US will get out of the group. <laughs> um uh US finishing third and then Iran finishing bottom because I think and we we didn't get a chance to touch on this, but I think everything surrounding the current protests that are happening in Iran right now, um, and a surprisingly large amount of national team players have shown support for their protest. I think there's going to be a lot of uh, chaos within the squad, um, in addition to everything that's happening in the country. And so I think, although that they have like actually a pretty solid team, I'm a little surprised that they're twentieth in the world in the FIFA rankings, but um like like they're they're a solid team but i think it's just uh with all the external factors i think it's not their not their tournament very fair how about you i'm with adam and then i have iran finishing last Mm -hmm. i do have them getting three points which is a victory over the u.s in the last game i think matchup wise iran sitting back could be difficult for the u.s to break down but I have the U.S. beating Wales and England because I just wanted to have the U.S. beat England. So I have them topping the group with six points. That's England hilarious. going through on goal difference because I have them beating Iran, drawing Wales because I wanted Wales to get a point against England. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we all have Wales and England drawing. Yeah, I just had uh, England beating Iran by more than Wales did. <laughs> so. I have uh, England topping the group with seven points, including a narrow 1-0 win over Iran. A 2-0 win over the U.S., which is more comfortable, and then drawing Wales. I have Wales through on second, beating the U.S., drawing Iran and England. I have Iran in third with two points, and the USA only picking up a point from their 1-1 draw with Iran on the final match day. That would be an embarrassing tournament from the U.S. I, it's, I think it's a real possibility. But maybe that'll get Burhalter out of the job, and they'll hire That's my a hope. That's actual my hope. comparable coach. That's my hope. <laughs> Um. Well, Tom, thank you, Tommy Adam, Tuchel. Tommy Tuchel, oh my God. national <laughs> team. We had Germans coaches before. It's... I know, and it's worked oh, out okay. Dog and Klinsmann. Yeah, that's that's the end. That's, yeah. that's the end. That's how you're. That's end the end of Group B. Uh, thank you for joining us, Adam. We'll have you back on soon. Yeah. Thanks for having me, guys. And uh, go go USA. Is that a chant? I've not heard that. That's the Ian Dark call oh. after the Algeria, after Glenn Donovan's Algeria game. Oh, uh, okay. You get, yeah. Yeah. You were watching those highlights recently, weren't you? No, I just have heard and just read them. I've been listening to a lot of podcasts. So. All right. Well, All right. we'll thank go you listen to for ours. joining us, Adam. We'll check back in with you at some point if the U.S. gets out of the group, maybe. But Yeah. All right. Yeah. Ta-ta.